Hi friends! Welcome to another episode of From Impossible to Inevitable. I am your host Megan Bauer. I am so excited that you decided to press play today and I am so grateful for your your listens, your downloads, your shares, your likes, your comments, all the things and I appreciate you on this journey with me. Today I have um, an idea that has been kind of bouncing around in my head because of this book, Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. Now, I'm going to share more quotes and thoughts um, from this book at some point, um, but I'm not quite ready to do that like I did for Courage is Calling. That's a, another book that I read this year. So I will do that again. However, I wanted to focus in on one topic that she talks about that I feel like is a pervasive excuse for people who don't, who feel like they can't chase their dream or they can't do it, what it is they want to do, they can't make it happen or whatever. And that excuse is, I don't have the time. So I'm gonna read, this is a really short, like it's a pretty short section in the book and I'm gonna read bits and pieces of it. Um, I've got like hair somewhere, sorry. If you're watching me on YouTube, you can just see me like mess with my face and my hair. I apologize, but it is what it is. Okay, so I'm going to read some parts of this book and then talk about it, cause that's what I do. <laughs> okay, so she talks about how we are in this time of life where crazy busy is just the standard. It's the normal thing, like we're all busy. We all have things. She says, like it or not, we all get the same 24 hours in the day, only you get to decide how to spend it. Yes, I know. We all have jobs. Many of us have multiple jobs and kids and spouses and pets and parents and grandparents and health challenges. Never mind loved ones with special needs, community work, unreliable public transportation, and an ever-growing list of projects and responsibilities. Even with all that, don't get snookered into the I just don't have time mindset. Whatever your schedule or responsibilities, they didn't just happen. Your life, including how you spend your time, is a byproduct of the choices you've made. For better or worse, you played a part in getting yourself here. So <laughs> I love that because she acknowledges that we all have things. We all have, we've all, we all have a crazy, crazy busy life. We all have a crazy busy schedule. We all have things going on. We all have things to do. We all have our responsibilities. Things that come up, things that don't work properly, um, and we have also played a part in creating that situation in creating that schedule. And, um, so she says, there's a big difference between owning your choices and blaming your circumstances. And that's where the power is. When you can own that you created this schedule, you can say, okay, I'm overstretched and I have way too much going on and I created that. That means that you also have the power to recreate it. 
You also have the power to make different choices. She says, own your choices. If you take responsibility for how you spend your time, you reclaim the power to change it. Um, and then she says this, which I love. I've heard this other places and I've loved it every time I've read it. If it's important enough, I'll make the time. If not, I'll make an excuse. And that's really what it comes down to. That's really what it comes down to. If Think about this. If you are in a situation where you need medical attention like ASAP, you know, maybe you broke your arm or you've got this huge gash in your leg or whatever, it doesn't matter what your schedule, you're not going to check your schedule and be like, well, let's see when I can make it to the ER. No, all of a sudden, you, nothing else is as important. You make it to the ER, you get treatment. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take. It doesn't matter what else is going on because that is the most important thing. And everything else can wait. Everything else can take a back, a back seat to that because obviously that is way more important than everything else. And then when you don't make it to that meeting or you don't finish that project or you don't do this, your excuse is, I'm sorry, I was in the ER with this and it's going to be okay. So oftentimes we put off our big dreams, our big goals, our big whatever it is that we want out of life. We put those things off because in the moment they don't feel like a life or death situation. And in the moment it feels like the laundry really needs to be done or the dishes really need to be done or whatever the case is, whatever the thing is that is kind of tricking you into its urgency rather than the urgency of creating a life you are super excited and stoked to live. You've got to put it in perspective though. So she said, the key to demolishing the time excuse is to first embrace the fact that everything you're doing with your 24 hours is a choice, your choice, a choice that you make and a choice that you can change. So everything that you're doing with your 24 hours is a choice. It's a complete choice. And she also acknowledges like there are consequences. Yes. If you choose not to show up for work, if you choose not to, you know, clean the house, if you choose not to do whatever, there are consequences. However, there are livable consequences and there are unlivable consequences. And so we get to decide what we choose to do. You can choose to say, okay, I like right now, I, I was thinking about my day. Every morning I kind of think about, okay, what's my day look like? What are the things that I want to do? What are the things that need to be done? What are kind of the things that don't move? You know, like I got to pick up my daughter at a certain time. That's a don't, that thing doesn't move. That doesn't shift. I got to be there at that time, which is a choice. I'm saying I have to be there because I want to be there <laughs> at that time. And that is a priority. Um, and then there's all of these things that can just shift and move and doesn't have to be any particular place in my day. And I get to choose how all of those things fall. 
So one of the things that really needs to be done right now <laughs> in my house is the dishes. Like we are out of bowls. I gave the last bowl to my daughter this morning when she was having her breakfast. And I was like, all right, well, dishes are on the list today. That needs to be done. Um, and so I was, you know, thinking like, okay, dishes need to be done. Dishes need to be done. However, dishes don't need to be done right now. Right now, my little one is at school. And this is when I like to record podcasts because I know I'm not bothering anyone. There's no one here for me to, you know, hear me yell or record a million times or whatever. It's just uninterrupted focus time. And I could have chosen, could have chosen to prioritize the dishes and then maybe not get the podcast done. And then maybe I wouldn't have anything for me to post on Friday. And that would have been a product of my choices. However, it's just as easy. Actually, it's, it's even easier. It's better for me to report, record the podcast. And then when she's home after school, while she's eating lunch, I can do the dishes while she's eating lunch and we're right there together. Instead of, I got that done in quiet time. No one interrupted me, which is a glorious thing. But also, that doesn't need to be a focus because what's the worst that can happen? If I, if, if I don't do my podcast, the worst thing is I don't have anything to post on Friday. And that would be sad. I would not like that outcome. If I don't do the dishes right now, what's the worst thing that could happen? Maybe they don't get done today. Maybe they don't get done till way later tonight. Maybe we have to eat out of Tupperware tomorrow. Really, like that's all livable. I much rather get the podcast done and have something to post that and maybe eat out of Tupperware <laughs> than not get the podcast done. Does that make sense? Everything you do is a choice. And there are things that are going to feel more urgent than they actually are. And you need to be able to step back and be like, okay, what's actually the most important thing here? What is going to help me reach my goals, reach my dreams, help me move the needle on something important, something big, something life-changing even, something that calls to my soul. Because if we let ourselves, we'll get so wrapped up in the day-to-day, -day, in the laundry, in the dishes, in the dog, in cleaning the house, in pickups and drop-offs and meeting with friends and doing this and doing that. At the end of the day, you're just like, what did I actually do today? I hate those days. I hate those days because I hate laying in bed and being like, I was going all day long and I didn't do anything. What is that? I much rather be like, yeah, I laid in bed all day and didn't do anything because then at least I got to relax, right? So, okay. So she, um, she says in big capital letters, you don't, you do not have to do anything in life. You do not have to. Every single thing you do in life is a choice you're making, whether you realize it or not. And that includes all of the little micro habits, all of the jumping on social media for just a couple minutes, which turns into 30 minutes, all of the little you know, all of the little things that you do that you don't even notice that you're doing. She, um, she mentions about, 
being kind of like on autopilot, you know, and you're just on all, you're doing all of these ha habitual things that you're not even seeing where your time's going. Um, she says, you're making choices that matter to you. And that's the point. You make time for what matters to you. So you have to step back and actually take the time to deliberately spell out to yourself what matters to you. Does checking email 15 times a day matter to you? Like really legit. This, I have been kind of compulsive about checking my email for no reason. Like it's just a, it's just become a habit. Like a, I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm going to check my email. And when I was reading through this again yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm moving that email app. I'm going to put it on the fourth page, which I have a vision board on my phone, so I only have two to three rows of icons. These are not full pages. I cannot handle that many things on my phone. Um, but I moved that email. It was down at the bottom. I moved that email app to the fourth page, and it was enough of a pattern interrupt that now I have to deliberately go look for the little icon to check my email. And I've picked up my phone several times to check my email for no reason. I'm not expecting anything. And, but just because I don't know what to do with myself in that moment. And it's just been like, oh, I don't, I don't even need to check my email. I don't know why I'm doing this. Why, let's do something productive. Let's, you know, whatever it is I need to do. So she, um, she gives an exercise that I will, I have not done. I'm considering doing it, but I'm gonna be honest. This is something that I feel like this would be a real challenge for me. Maybe I should do it. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> so the exercise she gives is for, is for seven days, track every single minute of your time. She's like, you can do it in two minute increments or five minute increments, 10 minute increments, whatever captures your time the best. And don't like, don't change your behavior. The whole point is to see exactly where your time is going. That way you can look at the black and white hard facts of what you're doing with your time and then make changes. The reason I have such resistance to this is because I feel like the actual act of tracking my time is going to take so much time. <laughs> that's my resistance to it. I'm like, oh, seven days, that's a long time. <laughs> It's like, oh man, I, it would probably be a really good exercise. Actually, it would be a really good exercise and probably really enlightening. But um, she says that the goal is to find two free hours a day. Now, she does acknowledge that that's kind of bananas. Like, holy crap, two hours? That's insane. I don't waste that much time, do I? And... Having that goal of finding two free hours a day is so that you can take those that newfound time, which adds up quickly, by the way, and use it towards moving forward on your dreams um, and making real progress in your life. So she she has this cool little 
chart about the opportunity cost of wasting your time. So 30 minutes a day on your phone slash social media equals 182.5 hours a year or 22 full eight hour work days. That's how much that time is added up over a year. So what you could have accomplished is Michelle Obama-like arms, built a brand new website or learned how to meditate. So 60 minutes a day on news, email, and celebrity gossip adds up to 365 hours a year or 45 full eight hour work days. You could have written a first draft of a book, launched a new revenue stream, secured a raise or made a career change in 45 full eight hour work days. Isn't that bananas? That's only 60 minutes a day. If you can just find 60 minutes a day that you can claim for your dreams, your whatever it is that you want to build in your life, that's 45 full eight hour work days. What in the world? Like, I only have one game on my phone because it's the only game I like. And I have spent an hour playing that game. Maybe not in one sitting, but over the course of a day, I've done this. And it kind of makes me sick to realize that that added up over a year makes such a big difference. I can't imagine spending 45 full eight hour work days playing this one stupid game. Isn't that so highlighting? She says 90 minutes a day watching TV adds up to 547 and a half hours a year or 68 full eight hour work days. What you could have done in this time is learn to speak conversational Italian, finished a degree, launched a profitable side business. That opportunity cost is huge. So if there's something that you want to do with your time, like you actually, when you are in a space of thinking about what you want for yourself and your life, if there's something that you want to build, if there's something that you want to create, if there's something that you want, you know, something that you want to develop, the time is there. It just needs to be more of a priority than you are currently making it. And this perspective shift of being able to, to, to look at this and be like, okay, I have the time. I have it. If you believe that you have it, you have it. What can you rearrange? What can you do? What changes can you make? What, how can you make this work for you? What are the possibilities around you? I, Jake and I are just now starting to, um, order groceries online and pick them up rather than going to the store because of the time saving factor. Now, like, I don't care about going to the grocery store, like whatever, but it's undeniable that it will save an hour or two, maybe in a week or whatever of having to like walk around the store and probably end up picking up useless crap we don't need or food that's not good for us, whatever. And just, it's, it's a free service. They offer it. Why not? Why not just take advantage of it? Order it online, go pick it up. It's everything we need, everything we want, whatever. 
bring it home, put it away, and I've just saved an hour. There are things like that all over the place that you can do. You can save time all over the place. Make things more efficient for yourself in some way. Get creative. You know, get rid of things that are just useless. If you have 14 games on your phone and you find yourself cycling through them, maybe just pick one or two or three and set limits on them. I I had a limit on my game that I would just ignore. And I went in and I reset limits. I reset more stringent limits. So it's just like, okay, I only get 15 minutes a day on this game. That's it. And making myself stick to that because you can't just ignore it. But recognizing that, okay, if I choose to play this game for another 30 minutes or whatever, think about what you're actually sacrificing there for the sake of some dumb game. There's a real opportunity cost there. And you have the time, you have the power, you have the abilities. For whatever's important to you, you figure it out, you make it happen. That's why I, the, the title of this book is great. Everything is figure outable. I've been leaning on that a lot lately. Just like overwhelm feels like it's gonna creep in and take over the world. And it's just like, everything is figure outable. I got this, it's all figure outable. All right, that's what I've got for you today. Hopefully in a couple of weeks, I will have I will, more quotes to share with you from this book. Um, I've read through it all once, I've loved it. I just need to go through and actually pick, you know, five quotes or so that I want to share and talk on. Um, and then I'll pick another book and that'll be fun. All right, thank you so much for, for tuning in today. Remember that if you're listening on a podcast platform, there's a YouTube version. You can go to the show notes and um, click on that link and that will take you to the YouTube version where you can watch me <laughs> if you so desire. Um, and um, yeah, I think that's what, that's what we've got for today. Thank you again. I appreciate you guys and I hope you have the best day with all the sparkly things. See you later. Bye.